brought to you today by LegalZoom. Log on to LegalZoom.com and enter green at checkout for the green room discount. And now, live from San Adams Brew Pub, the host of the green room, Sean Green. All right, everyone. Welcome to the green room. We're doing it live here at the Sam Adams Brew Pub in beautiful Allentown, Pennsylvania. Thank you for tuning in to LA Talk Radio. Com. we got an amazing show for you. Feel free to give us a call, 323-203-0815. I'm hanging out here. i got my uh, guest sidekick on the line here, uh, Zach Maslany. Zach, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. And, of course, we got uh, my left-hand man, Logan Lysico, in studio in Los Angeles. Logan, how you doing? Sam Adams Brew Club! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, Logan, there was a there was a problem. We don't have a speaker set up, so we're just kind of guys <laughs> hanging out here. Uh, well, but you, I appreciate you your enthusiasm. Things are going great. We're just uh, getting the show off. Uh, we heard Zach's beautiful wife, Danielle, is uh, feeding us drinks here. We're having a great time. We also have a uh, guest commentator. You know him as the Wheel of Fortune contestant that called in a few weeks ago. Uh, give it up for Steve Flat. Steve, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, thanks for having me. How's it going? All right, just uh, get up right on the mic there so we can hear you. Oh, I'm I, sorry. You hear me now? Yeah, we can uh, hear you. Steve's here hanging out at the bar. He's rocking the American flag bandana. No doubt. Gotta love America. <laughs> who doesn't Who doesn't love America? Our gas prices. Where? Yeah, except the gas prices. That's the thing. You know, like uh, every asshole on, on Twitter or Facebook is like, oh, hey, let's support uh, Egypt's democracy. Overthrow this, uh, this guy in Egypt. Get rid of this guy in Egypt. And then they get rid of the guy in Egypt. And then what are we stuck with? Paying gas. Uh, gas prices that are four dollars and fifty cents <laughs> logan how's it going can you hear the noise in the background yeah yeah but uh i can hear you more clearly okay it's all right okay just wanted to check um things are getting a little wild here we were hanging out uh they did a um a charity thing uh earlier on tonight for the firemen of allentown uh they did they did a they did a little charity drive and basically it was um there was a there was this natural gas explosion a couple of people died, so they they came here earlier at the Sam Adams Brew Pub. They did a they did a charity, you know, they did some guest bartending to raise some money for charity. They were selling pretzels. Yeah, not not to mention, I think it's uh, Asian awareness. So <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of Asian folks in the in the crowd tonight, but Asian we awareness. are positioned right in front of the pool table and behind the pool table while we were setting up. Um, it, it seemed like there, well, obviously there was some gambling going on between one of the firefighters and one of the guys that was just hanging out here at the bar. It sounded like a uh, hundred dollars was at risk, and then Yikes. one of the uh, it sounded like the firefighter knocked in the eight ball, and then he wanted to he wanted to retry it, and they were going back and forth. I don't know, but, oh, wait, but the fireman Steve was and the one Zach the were both there. Well, were both there the trying finger. to encourage more fighting. Guys, what did you see over at the uh, pool table earlier? I saw nothing. I just chimed in and started yelling. <laughs> uh, well, clearly the white guy, as I like to call him. <laughs> The white guy scratched the uh, uh, cue ball, and then the guy who looked similar to Aziz Ansari started going at it with him. <laughs> well, then there was this Gently. weird moment where he, he took out the money, he was throwing the money down, and he was getting mad. The other guy was calling him a sore loser. Uh, Zach chimed in by saying he was a pool international pool official, and he could come in and and dispute any sort of rule issues that were going on. Uh, they didn't want to. They didn't want to hear any of that. And then 
I don't know how they settled it, but it seemed like they agreed to let the firefighter keep playing, but only with one arm. It was just because it was because of the charity. They the, the Chinese guy felt bad. He let him ride, and it just goes on from there. Right, Daniel, exactly. Daniel so actually broke that up. You know, they say God works in mysterious ways, and yeah, I mean, it was a crazy natural gas explosion, but eventually <laughs> it led to this one guy getting his second chance to win his hundred dollars back in a pool game at the same Adams Brew Pub. So yes. I think we come full circle. Nice. Well, it sounds like you're having a great time <laughs> on your trip, Sean. Yeah, exactly. Hanging out. I was uh, earlier on the day, I was doing the local morning show, uh, ZZO, WZZO, the leader, Lehigh Valley Rock Station. I was on the Bear Man and Keith show. It's your, you know, kind of typical wacky morning DJ show. So I was doing that from like 7 to 9 in the morning, which is. Basically, 4 to uh, 6 a.m. West Coast time. So I, I was kind of out of it, but I was, you know, hopped up on some pretty strong coffee. So I made it, made my way through it, took a long nap for a while, and then, uh, you know, made it here to the same Adams Pub. Nice. But uh, to be honest, I almost didn't make it out here to Philadelphia. I know what you're thinking. Sean, you got a big show Saturday night at Connie's Rick Rack. How did you not make it here? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what thinking. happened, Logan. Logan, I don't know if you saw the video I posted on Facebook, but... Monday night, I first off, I did I did an open mic, and then I went I did this other show at uh, the Public House on Vermont. And, uh, you know, it's your kind of typical L.A. bar show. And I show up there. You know, there's, there's some people talking. You know, people are hanging out. You know, people naturally want to talk, whatever. It's not a big deal. So I get up. I start doing my set. And I get into some riff about, oh, hey, you know, like talking about Charlie Sheen or something. And this guy to nowhere just goes, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, this guy's obviously really hammered. I'm not going to judge him. So I went up, gave him a high five. I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? You know, did a little crowd work there with that guy. <laughs> uh oh, is it happening right now? No, no. This, uh, this guy just walked in and asked if anyone here is sober. Sir, come over here on the microphone. Steve, give him the microphone. Sir, we're doing a, uh, a live. What the hell is this? A live, we're doing a live web radio show. What's your Holy name, shit. sir? You are on the radio. Uh, John. John, what are you doing here, John? I'm rolling fucking sushi. <laughs> no, wait. What do you mean by you're rolling sushi? I, I work for sushi. <laughs> okay, now, now for so what do you? Sushi. Why are you rolling sushi at, at 10 after 11 on a uh, Thursday night? Because I am committed to the cause. <laughs> okay, no, but I, I'm not meaning to judge. You don't seem like you have any sushi. You don't. Have is it because I don't have? Is it because I'm not Asian? <laughs> well, that well, that's part of it. You are a you're a, you're a uh, hold on hold on looking like an hey, average. Everybody, do I work for a sushi company? <laughs> All right, okay, but are you rolling sushi right now? Okay. Eh, so you, you so you're here. You <laughs> give work. me some fucking rice. I'll roll sushi. <laughs> so you're here. You're here with with a sushi company. What brought you to the Sam Adams Brew Pub tonight? Because they told me I had to be here. Okay. <laughs> so this is part of your job. You're you're ordered by your job to come and get drunk. And I get wouldn't say ordered sushi. per se, but <laughs> kind of. Okay. Like that. Now what were you? Well, you I just want to say before you, this is fucking radio gold right now. So. Sure. Yeah, and I know Radio Gold. Dude, you're on top of it. Now, you walked into here and you said, is anyone here sober? You yelled that in a bar. I did, yeah. Why were you Why were you yelling that? we want to hit up some fucking Waffle House, but we want to do the responsible thing <laughs> and not drive drunk. All right. So, wait, you work for a sushi company, and yet you're still dying for some Waffle House. 
Dude, who doesn't want Waffle House when they're drunk? <laughs> hey, there's a Burger King right over there, man. But it's not Waffle House. Right. Yeah, Don't they have that new hot Dude, we can, we can drink and walk, but what's better than having someone sober and drive? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't sum it up better myself. Thank you, sir. God, bl- God bless you on your look for a sober driver for uh, your your ultimate destination of the Waffle House. Thanks Absolutely. For coming on Thanks the show, so much. Man. Take care. Enjoy rolling sushi. So, Logan, it seems like uh, I think we're beginning to figure out what's going on here. It seems like we're in a hotbed. Uh, <laughs> the guy just walked back. He just walked back to the pool table and yelled, "I was on a radio show." So, uh, you know, things are getting loose here at, at the Sam Adams Brew Pub. Not gonna lie. Oh, where was I? I was, okay, so I was telling this uh, the story. I was on stage. I was I was doing a bit about Charlie Sheen, and uh, out of nowhere, this guy just yells, "Yeah!" And uh, I was like, all right. I gave him a high five, and I'm like, okay, you know, trying to move on, trying to do my material, trying to do my set. That's why I'm there. The guy walks up on stage and grabs me. He grabs me by the side of my hips and starts trying to dry hump me, like almost like a dog. <laughs> he's just thrusting his hips at me, going, I'm going to take you down. I have no idea what he's doing. I'm like grabbing him. Like I almost punched this guy off stage because I, I, you know, the guy was trying to, trying to hump me on stage. Pushing this guy off stage, I pushed him off stage. Then he 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 jumps back on stage, and this time he's got a book with Russian tattoos in it. That like for some reason that it's a book about Russian tattoos. He's trying to shove it in my face. You know I'm trying to do a stand-up comedy show. I push him off stage again. His girlfriend starts yelling at me. Okay, so you know the the bouncers at that bar kick these two people out. All right, fine. Then after that, I start trying to do my stand-up again, and then another guy, this like 50-year-old sad dude in yellow hoodie, just starts yelling, "Hey, make some people laugh!" And meanwhile, I was like, if I was totally eating it, all right, I admit to that, but I was I was doing all right. But this guy was just angry and just like, "Hey, make some people laugh!" And I'm like, "I'm making people laugh!" And I just and then I just looked him dead in the eye and I yelled out like a routine, and then everyone started applauding. And then the guy said, I still suck. And then I just unloaded on the guy. Yeah, was this in, like, Compton or something? <laughs> no. Or no it's, Man, in, I need, it's I need to check that video out. I heard all about it, but I didn't know that, that was the video clip you posted on Facebook. Right. It's I didn't on, know it was on video. Uh, Cornell sorry, yeah, and Adam. On Sean, oh, sorry. Go ahead. We got on, a delay. If you go to, to SeanTGreen.com and click Stand Up, it's up there. The audio isn't great because it was just someone, like, holding up the cell phone or whatever. Uh, once I started tearing into him, but if you if you listen with like headphones, you can kind of catch what I was saying. And I was just, you know, it was like I was blackout drunk and I was just yelling crazy stuff like, "I wrestled in middle school. I will take you outside and pin you." You know, like it didn't really make sense, but I was I clearly established dominance. And <laughs> nicely done. Everyone, everyone, I've never had this happen in my life, but everyone at the bar bought me a beer. And I had a ton of drinks, and then I overslept my flight, and I missed my original flight out here to, to Philadelphia. But uh, luckily, I, I got on a flight shortly after, so I made it out here and, uh, you know, made it out safe and sound. Yeah, my, fav- my favorite part of the video is right at the end when you it, it, you kind of go off camera for a couple seconds, and you show back up, and then you're like, there's a guy in the middle, and the guy's just standing there, and you're like just screaming in his face. 
and then it just cuts off. I was like, oh, man, I right. want to see what happened. Well, yeah, no, after I was done the set, I kept going to the guy, like, pounding my chest. I was <laughs> I was doing, like, the move, like, calling for the belt. I was like, dude, I don't care, man. I, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm up for Bethlehem. We made steal to kill the Nazis. You think I care about you? And, just, like, and then I got off stage, got right in his face, and, like, after afterwards, like, meanwhile, I don't want to fight this guy. I don't know if this guy's a good fighter. I, I don't want to fight anyone. I'm here doing stand-up comedy. Obviously, I'm not a fighter, but the guy pushed me, and he was the second heckler, so I kind of just snapped. That Bill was <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Our, our, buddy, our buddy Bill, who turned into an MMA expert out of nowhere. It's a shame he wasn't there to put that guy to ground and pound boom, or whatever. But, yeah, I, I got right great. in the guy's face and was just like – what, what are you going to do, man? What do you want to do? You want to go outside? You want to go outside? Meanwhile, you know, all these other people jumped in, jumped in between us, and uh, it was all right. But, it, you know, the video leaves you hanging. You might not you might not know what's going on. You might think, hey, something crazy is going on. And now, Logan, how are how are things back at the homestead? Now, I know you're, you're taking care of the dog. Yeah. And I, I text you earlier. I go, how's the dog, buddy? And then you just text back immediately. He died. <laughs> and, then, and then shortly after, he, you go, JK, he's right here with me. <laughs> did so, you believe not it that at all? I, not that I, I, I would like to think that if you did kill the dog, you would at least give me a phone call ahead of right. time. But, <laughs> just but part wait, of me did think, oh, you... man. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Logan. What's up? Well, I don't I think we interrupted each other. So you believed it? Well, for, I mean, just for that split. I don't know if I believed it, but Wait. there is that there is that kind of moment of like, oh, my God, he's probably kidding. But what if he's not kind of like the time when Logan killed that plant you told me about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Logan, you did. Uh, there, It's been on record that you did have a plant that you killed because, uh, well, Logan, you, you can share the story. What happened to your plant and how did it die? Well, basically, I think we've. Might have shared it on this radio program before. I'm not sure, but uh, I fed it. It could, it could have been a different radio program, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> this lady, this lady, I lived next to, gave me that plant, and she just told me like she just threw like whatever she had around in there, like soda, you know, using soda to water the plant. So I took it a step further, and I was using soda and beer and like just contact any, solution, yeah, contact milk. solution, milk, old milk. <laughs> Whatever, and eventually the plant started reeking like crazy. It actually didn't die. It just started smelling awful. And then uh, I put it on the porch because I thought it was going to heal or something. I don't know. And it didn't. It just well, stuck the, up the porch, so I threw it away. There was a great moment in um, Logan eventually murdering his plant when he, you know, by feeding it, you know, milk and contact solution and soda. And it, it, you know, got really smelly. And then Logan, Logan had this crazy bad smell coming from his room. And his first thing was, uh, guys, I think we need to get an exterminator in between these walls. I bet something walked in here and died. And it then, no, bad. it just turned out it was your plant the entire time. Yeah, it was bad. So the dog is still alive, though, right? But the, just to confirm, the dog is still yes, alive. The dog and he's is still alive. Okay. He's doing great. He's... Green, didn't you have a fish tank like that? <laughs> Yes, I. Uh, what Steve is probably alluding to is, in college, um, my girlfriend's friend, my girlfriend at the time, turned out she was a huge whore and uh, broke, broke my heart. But uh, needless to say, her friend had a fish, 
And uh, one night we came back late at night, and uh, I was really drunk, and I thought I'd be cool and try to impress her and go, hey, I'm going to make your fish drink. So I poured some of my beer into the fish tank, and that eventually murdered the fish. <laughs> so, Logan, I, I, know, I know where you're coming from on that. Now, These uh, animals Logan, you can't want... handle their liquor. It's lame. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, yeah, there's the phrase, drink like a fish. You think a, f- you think a fish could handle three <laughs> ounces of Bud Light yeah, at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, granted, his entire body mass might only be four <laughs> ounces, but still. It did look like a pussy fish when I saw it. <laughs> Logan, can you try and uh, dial that number? I, everyone, this is a long shot. That, you know, we're... This is a long shot. We're just dialing this number. I'll explain after. But, Logan, if you could try and dial this number. All right. We're dialing it now. The person you are trying to reach is not accepting calls at this time. Please try your call again. Ooh. All right. uh, Logan, you want to cancel that out? I did. All right. Well, Logan, that was, in fact, Charlie Sheen's phone number. And uh, so it makes sense why he's no longer accepting calls. I'm sure I'm not the only one who found his phone number <laughs> on the internet. How did, you, um, how did that happen? How did it get out there? Well, it, um, it, there was on this uh, sports blog, deadspin.com. They posted Charlie Sheen's cell phone number, and I imagine you know he's gotten overwhelmed with calls. Yeah. I think there's about to be an arm wrestling match going on right here. Uh-oh, oh, yep. We are we are witnessing an arm wrestling match. It's between the guy who was looking for a ride to the Waffle House and the guy who was playing pool earlier. They're both wearing dress shirts. Steve, feel free to commentate on the arm wrestling match we're about to watch here. All right. The uh, larger fella is locked up with the larger tiny... fella is the Waffle House guy. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. He's locked up with the, the ninja man, and unbelievably, it looks like the ninja has the advantage. He's actually pulling him in closer to himself. That's a, Watching live arm wrestling as we're going on. <laughs> I think he's getting toyed with, though. I think, I think, I think Waffle Go House, over the top, Waffle House sir. Is toying. Go over the top. The hat is like a switch. The hat is like a switch. I think Waffle, oh, Waffle wow. House goes down. Waffle House just wow. went down. Whoa. Waffle House just went down. The, the guy looking for the ride to the Waffle House just got pinned in. He's low on carbs. He needs carbs. <laughs> Let's get an he interview with the needs winner. a waffle. And okay, now he's getting into the showing match. <laughs> so it's it's unclear. Uh-oh. It's unclear where this night will take us. Uh, Next competitor. It's kind of like. Uh, Can I get winner? Uh, <laughs> Steve's looking. I got winner. <laughs> All right, maybe we can maybe we can get this uh, going on here uh, later. Uh, Logan, why don't you play the um, Sheen MP3? This is this is Charlie Sheen after he's got fired. He's commenting on the executive producer Chuck. Uh, I think Woolry is his name. This is him responding. This is Charlie Sheen. Hiya, Chuck. Cheese ball. Where you hiding, silly clown? Behind your narcissism? Your greed? Your hatred of yourself? Your woman? I definitely need to turn you guys down, and I'm. uh, Let's see. The the clip keeps skipping. Is that is it something on that end? Uh, no, it's all the noise from your phone call, I think. Um, and I need to oh, turn okay. you guys down. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. All right. Well, yeah, dude, let it go. It's it's not a big deal. So basically, Charlie Sheen is suing the uh, producers of his two and a half men show for a hundred million dollars. And uh, I don't know. Call me crazy. I know. I know. I've kind of adamantly backed Charlie Sheen for no real apparent reason, but. I, I think he's onto something. Like, if his contract doesn't have a morals clause, which he claims it doesn't, what do they have a reason for firing him, Zach? Yeah, he really didn't get arrested for anything, right? 
No. He's just basically hanging out with these two smoking hotties. <laughs> and, uh, you know, now, he's doing his thing. Now, Z- uh, Flat or Steve, you just watched this the yeah. Charlie Sheen 2020 interview earlier for the first time. What's your take yeah. on Charlie Sheen? Till about four hours ago, I had no idea what all the Charlie Sheen talk <laughs> was about. I don't really get up on current events. Sure. But uh, it just looked like he was having fun. I mean, he had a couple hot babes hanging around. <laughs> Did a little bit of drugs. Doesn't sound a lot unlike a lot of the friends that I have. I mean, it just like he's having fun. I gotta right. say though, I did read. Um, I read that that he did have a morals clause in his uh, contract. All right, wait, hold on, Logan. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What if Brie Olson showed up at your place with uh, an eight ball? What would you do? Would you just be like, uh, no, you have to leave right now, or yeah, come on in, let's see what happens. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, she'd come in. <laughs> right, I mean, it's hard, it's, it's... I'd ask her where the rest of the pool set was, why she just brought the eight ball, but... Ha <laughs> uh, ha! Right, did, did you just get challenged? In pool. No, well, dude, I'm doing a live radio show, but I'll, I'll play you in pool later, yeah. He's a coward, he's Yeah, sure, down. all right, the guy who was Uh-oh. hustling earlier in pool wants to say hi. Nice. Hey, guys, It's listen, karaoke, um, go ahead and sing. The guy who was just hosting the show is like one of the most awesome guys on earth. I think you should give him your number because he is single and he is ready to mingle just a little bit. Okay, he's not ready for threesomes, but not yet. I'm not allowed to say this on live radio. If we are on live radio, this is broadcasting live. All right, this is this is broadcasting live. Not allowed to say fuck. But listen, 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 listen. This, this is how it's going to go. I think you just we got have, beat for your radio show, man. We have some guys. This guy's better. We have this one guy who has his headphones up his ears. We have this other guy who has his headphones up his ears. <laughs> and then we have this other guy who has a bandana of the American flag. You want to make some of it? Amazing. That's Sean. Well, I will tell you this. I am from Ohio. Okay. But that's in I America. Do not resemble Ohio because I'm from fucking Bangladesh. Okay. I I look like a fucking Bangladeshi, but yet I am from Ohio. Can I? We're not trying to make a race war here. Okay, now, sir, you were there. Um, you were involved in a pool game. There was a hundred dollars on the table. Explain to us exactly what happened. Okay, so 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 the, the bar said you are not allowed to gamble. You are not allowed to play any money. Yet we played We're not. some money. We played we played some fucking. Okay. Eh, eh. Okay, now just real quickly, without taking the microphone out of my hand, explain the dispute between you and the firefighter gentleman. What exactly happened? Without taking the microphone out of my hand. He's already good for the mic. The firefighter. We are gonna play. He's gonna play one-handed. I'm gonna play with both of my hands. Yet he lost. But he disagreed. Scratch the cue. After he scratched on the eight, and I said, "Let's go on," because it's unfair that you won with one hand, that you lost with one hand. Now I'm gonna hand it back. To the host. <laughs> okay, give it up for the guy who's been yeah, hustling for it. I'm getting nervous. All right. We Logan, how, are th- how are things back in LA? <laughs> They're great. I'm kind of creeped out by that guy. Over your guy. Shoulder. 
<laughs> no, no, you can't say any sick shit. We're trying to do a radio broadcast, sir. We're being we've we're under trying. siege. I tried to work the crowd, and it's it's. <laughs> now John, don't fired. ever work the crowd. There's another guy coming for the mic. No, it's, it's on. All right, Logan, what's going on over there? How are we doing in L.A.? Uh, it's pretty good. The movie's gonna come out on Tuesday. The Comedy Garage. Oh, All right, so you're the movie quality that is okay though. Yeah, you can hear us, right? Yeah. All right, so you're talking about the uh, comedy garage that's coming out March 15th. One more time, Logan, give us a plug. Why should people check that out? Why should they go to IndieFlakes.com on March 15th to check out the comedy garage documentary? Well, if you're a fan of Sean or I, we're both involved in that movie, as are our great friends, many people who are regular guests on here. Uh, there's also small appearances by people like Kyle Kinane and T-Rex, who are pretty big comics. Music's done by Wax, uh, who, by the way, also has a mixtape coming out on Tuesday. Um, but Wax is about to blow up. He's probably going to be, uh, well, he's performing at Lollapalooza. I'm not going to turn this into a wax plug either, but, <laughs> but no, he's, he's evolved in a big way with the movie as well, and just a lot of great people, and it's kind of the story of how we all started, and now we're all kind of going our own, own different journeys through Hollywood. All right. I like that, Logan. Yeah. It's a solid, solid pitch, Logan. I've seen a preview, man. It looks awesome. Yeah, you can go to uh, thecomedygarageMovie.com and, and see a preview there. If you're not sold on it by that pitch alone. But, yeah, we were actually uh, talking. I don't know if you saw this, Logan, but um, Ryan Felipe in Entertainment Weekly, uh, you know, they <laughs> they did a little, like, interview with him and asked, oh, hey, what's playing in your iPod? And he mentioned Wax, and he actually mentioned the song Dispensary Girl, which is going to be on that March 15th mixtape. And uh, the video they shot, I actually have a cameo role in. And also, part of it was filmed at the Comedy Garage, so that's another added plug. There's a lot. There's a there's a long history to the Comedy Garage, and uh, being a part of Wax's music video is just kind of the latest step. Yeah, definitely. And art, obviously, the music for this show is Wax as well. So he's hooked all us all of us up, basically. Yep, the Wax is a great dude, talented artist. Logan. Have a we'll try one, one more clip here, see if that works. Do you have the heat crying dime P3? See if you can load that on. Yeah, you want to play it now? Yeah, sure. This is uh, painful for every single one of us going uh, <laughs> through this. There are a couple guys crying in the, in the locker room uh, right now. <laughs> it is not a matter of want, uh, it is a matter of doing uh, and continuing to put ourselves in this position until we break through. <laughs> So now we just listened to a clip of the uh, Miami Heat, Heat coach, Eric Spolster, talking about the fact that after a regular season loss to the Bulls, Miami Heat players were crying in the locker room. Steve, uh, you're, a, you're an athlete. You played rugby in college. What do you think about a guy crying after a regular season game? Regular season, I mean, it's not even the playoffs, but, I mean, it's his passion. You throw your heart into the game and you lose, you get upset. But right. I don't believe there's any crying in sports. <laughs> 
Tom and Hanks said Tom it Hanks, best. There's, there's no, no crying in baseball. And there's no crying in regular season basketball. Yeah. You know, LeBron James, uh, Dwayne Wade, Chris yeah. Bosh. Chris Bosh, you know you know what you know what makes me cry seeing you go one for 15 from the field, all right? That's just awful. If it ends the season, it's one thing. But right. regular season, you don't cry. Right, it's to the Bulls. Good God. It's, a, yeah, it's not a meaningless game. It's a game you guys should win if you want to contend in the Eastern Conference. But but to just cry over a you know, and Eric Spolstra. I don't know about you guys, but if you had a coach and you guys did cry in the locker room and then he starts his press conference with, hey, guys, don't worry. We got things covered. Trust me. These guys are working hard. They're crying their asses off in that locker room. Like, <laughs> like isn't that – aren't you kind of leaving them out to dry? And, yeah, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, when you when you put together a super team, you know what might happen? You're going to have high expectations. And if you don't lead up to them – Expect people to make. You're, you're gonna get some crying. Fun of <laughs> the L heat. Yeah, Eric Spolstra is begging to get taken over by uh, Pat Riley or Phil Jackson. I mean, it's just he's begging, dude. He, he looks like a bum, dude. He's That's why I watch wrestling. There's no crying in wrestling. <laughs> There's no crying in wrestling. No, uh, Steve, you're a big uh, professional wrestling fan. Yeah, I guess you'd say I watch it. <laughs> now, now, why do you watch it, Steve? You don't seem you don't seem like a, a dumb individual. You're you're a smart man. <laughs> You're an intelligent guy. You, you have a career. Yeah, sure, you fit this stereotype of living at home. Uh, you know, that's kind of the stereotype of a professional wrestling fan. You drive a truck. Okay. That's another mark. You're wearing an American flag bandana. Okay. There's some irony thrown in there, but not much. You enjoy this country. But why do you? what do you find attractive about the professional wrestling circuit as a fan? I, just, I really like the promos. I love when they talk. There's a story behind it. And it's like seeing the guys go out in the ring and just get crazy, you know, flying off the top rope, flying into the stands, jumping off, you know, off of tables, off of ladders, hitting each other with chairs. I just love it. It's great. You know? Right. And it doesn't it doesn't bother you that it's like obviously fake. What, what do you mean? <laughs> it's always been real to me. No, I'm it's just real to me. I, that is. You want to talk kidding. about all time great <laughs> web clips? The guy. When he was talking to the professional wrestlers, where he was yelling, it's still real to me, damn it, while he's crying, and what they did to their bodies. I understand if a professional wrestler cries when he's damaged his body, you know, trying to make money, being an entertainer for some weirdos all over the country. Hey, Sean, just just so you know, we've got a uh, caller calling in. You've received a message from a Fido customer. To listen to this Uh. message, press 1. Sorry about that, folks. Let's uh, get Sean back on. All right. We were having a little technical difficulty. I appear to have uh, hung up on Sean. We'll get him right back. He's having a good time at the bar down in Bethlehem. Let's see here. Hey, how's it going, guys? Logan. Hey, I answered yeah, I, a, I answered a f- the phone and I guess hung up on you guys. Sorry about that. Yeah, I think you put us on hold. Did you? Uh, do you have the caller on there still or no? I. It seemed like it was uh, like a machine. <laughs> okay. So I don't All know right. what that was about. All right. No, don't worry about it. We'll 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 power through it. We were. Uh, we were <laughs> What were we get into? All right, we got a we got a lot here. All right, so um, let's get back to this Charlie Sheen a little bit. I think it's I think it's worth noting how Charlie Sheen dealt with being fired off Two and a Half Men. Logan, if we can play um, 
Machete MP3. See if you can throw that on there. On the same day Warner Brothers officially fired the actor from the popular sitcom, Sheen was spotted on the roof of the Live Nation building in Los Angeles, waving around a machete. (laughs) (laughs) So he gets fired from his job on a successful sitcom, and how does he deal with it? By becoming a reckless? By becoming angry? By becoming full of fear? No. He climbs up to the Live Nation building and waves around a machete with his uh, gal pal while drinking tiger blood. His gal pal. <laughs> oh, you know, how else do you describe it? Gal pal? <laughs> yeah. She's a classy guy. He's up there. He's on the Live Nation building. And now I guess Live Nation uh, supposedly has contracted Charlie Sheen about distributing all his merchandise. So that's kind of making me think that he's kind of turned the corner as far as – you know, this isn't a joke for him, or, you know, this is, uh, you know, he's making this a business opportunity and not necessarily like this is just a man losing his mind. Like, I believe he's kind of uh, mentally deranged, but I believe there's something to him uh, that kind of has some savvy. You know, I think he, at the heart of him, he's an actor who has, uh, you know, who realizes. Well, he's been doing those live shows, which shows that. He knows he's striking while the iron's hot. He knows there's a lot of attention on him right now. So that's why he keeps doing all these interviews and stuff, to keep the attention going. So he can start a bidding war for his entertainment. Right. I think there's part of Charlie Sheen that realizes, hey, I'm an entertainer. You know, I'm... I, I'm. Why wouldn't I keep? And people keep being drawn to this. I got. I just signed up on Twitter, and two million people are following me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's getting positive rewards in a yeah. sense. Why would he stop any of this behavior? Yeah, I mean, he's not an idiot, but I gotta say, I work part time for uh, Sean's uncle, uh, the <laughs> business he owns, and I guarantee, if I got fired from. You know, his uncle fired me. I guarantee one thing would be awesome to me would be going up on the roof and wielding a machete and just whipping it around like a maniac, just acting like I'm Jackie Chan or some shit. I've always I don't know. Wanted it just to do sounds that. cool, dude. Right, exactly. Who, That's hasn't, the thing. who hasn't wanted to do that? That's the thing. Like, as much as people are like, oh, Charlie Sheen's crazy. Why would he say that about his boss? Meanwhile, everyone who's ever had a job goes, man, I wish I could go on top of a building and wave around a machete. I wish I could say, you know, I wish I could say, um, my. My bosses were a bunch of trolls, and my warlock powers would overthrow them while I drank tiger blood and hook up with a porn star Brie Olsen while talking to Lenny Dykstra while screening a movie Major League that I was in. Don't all of us wish we could say that? Doesn't anyone wish they could be in the position to tell everyone that was quote-unquote in charge of them to go fuck themselves? I mean, yes, like he's, he's tapping into a certain sense of, hey, I don't want anyone to be in charge of me. The only person in charge of Charlie Sheen right now is Charlie Sheen. And yeah, that's kind of scary and crazy, but it's exciting as an entertainer or as a person watching entertainment. It's like, man, honestly, what is this guy going to do next? Does anyone here know? Yeah, no, I don't know, but so what? He's into himself. I've done like three MMA fights and I have like two knockouts and I must have watched them a thousand million times and I keep showing them to everybody over and over again until they're totally pissed at it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Zach uh, had a couple MMA fights. I cut together a mixtape, throw on some rap music and, you know, every time you go over to Zach's house, you got to see it. Yeah, I mean, it's on nonstop, so fuck you guys if it's on replay. I don't give a shit. In the, in the last four hours, I just learned that Charlie Sheen just does everything that I want to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just, awesome. Steve is just kind of the innocent yeah. person realizing like hey what's going on and 
you know, how Charlie Sheen's even, taken even over. Even the high school Steve would have liked Charlie Sheen. <laughs> right. Even, well, we're alluding to the fact that, uh, you know, Steve didn't party a lot in high school, I guess. A he lot? Yeah, you know, well, not at all. Steve, Steve, you were straight edge in high school. Now, you're always, you're always a funny guy. You're always fun to hang out with. Why? What do you think drove you to be straight edge in high school? I don't know, man. I just, I don't think there was anything that made me. It just happened. I don't know. Right. I just like you're watching. Just like, you, I just like watching you guys do dumb stuff. That was funny. <laughs> Drive you guys around and roll up to the party and see you guys doing something stupid. I can't. Right. Out. Yeah. Steve was always down to go to the party. Just never, never drank or, or got wasted or whatever. I mean, he would do things that would still be considered really bad ideas. I mean, don't get us wrong. Like, Steve would, uh, let's see, drive around in his Ford Escort with us, uh, you know, tied to ropes behind in our sleds with, like, when the, you know, there'd be snow on the on the roads, just whipping us around in his Ford Explorer. Or, you know, Steve could be counted on to make crazy prank phone calls. Or if you wanted to go randomly vandalize someone's house, you know, Steve, you could be counted on. You could be counted on for plenty of bad ideas in high school. It just didn't involve any sort of substance abuse. That's actually what I was like Sheening in high at school. The time. Charlie Sheening. Uh oh, our uh, our sign fell down here at the Sam Adams Brew Pub, but uh, luckily Danielle came. She's reattaching it. Um, Logan, do you have the? Um, the drunk news clip. I, I feel like this is pertinent. Oh, this, this is, is a guy from Pennsylvania. Maybe, uh, maybe is I, it I don't know. Big fan Snoopy. of this guy. Oh, you, you've heard it. Okay. I've actually seen this. One. All right. Is it so, bullying yeah, is, or stoop or Snoopy? Oh no, this is. It should be drunk news. MP3. Drunk news. <laughs> now this is a. Uh, before you play it, Logan, this is a guy. He's from Pennsylvania. His house just burned down, and. He, <laughs> I mean, it's already really hilarious. Yeah. And he's giving have... a report to the news station that just showed up on the scene moments after his house burned down. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to load it. <laughs> okay. I didn't load that one. Sorry. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll kill. What we'll do, Logan, is yeah, we'll do a little uh, live right townie talk here. Um, favorite segment of the program, townie talk. Oh, it's um, where uh, Zach comments from the local You uh, missed so much, Sean. You missed so much. But <laughs> You know, it, it basically, I'm from the Lehigh Valley, and the morning call is the paper that covers it. But Zach likes to, you know, remind me of my roots and, and read some local stories and kind of remind me of uh, where it came from. So, Zach, what's going on in Townie Talk? Okay, uh, well, this this is from the morning call, as we usually pick it up from the morning call. But I don't want you guys to think that we're from, like, some kind of really hick area. Although the uh, headline of the story is, Three Horses Escape Upper Mukunji Pasture draw police. <laughs> this, is, this is in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, and this is exactly as it's written and printed out. 10.29 p.m. Three horses slipped out of an Upper Mukunji Township pasture Tuesday evening on their own, beginning a half-hour oh, chase. Real quick, I like the on their own. <laughs> like, yeah. Wait, you're, are, you, are you telling me the horses didn't have any accomplices yeah. in escaping the barn? Yeah, they didn't jump out. They didn't ram into anything. They <laughs> slipped out. On their they they raised like- themselves up and slid through the fence. That's the only thing I could think of, but... The state police reported it that one white horse and two brown horse were loose in the area <laughs> on Hickory Lane. <laughs> it's like just to add to the hillbilly, it happened on Hickory Lane. Like it couldn't have happened on some, you know, like yeah. New City Boulevard. <laughs> it's like Hickory Lane. Horses are roaming around. As troopers investigated, neighbors rushed out to help. <laughs> but now these neighbors, how do they? How does that happen? You're sitting in your house, like, are you watching TV? Are you on the computer? How do you get some alert that, like, oh my God, the horses are loose! Quick, everyone outside, 
get your torch and your pitchfork. <laughs> the one neighbor uh, explained here. She said, I looked out the window and all I saw was horses, said Jill. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's three pretty. horses. How big is this woman's field of vision? Yeah. And is she, she wearing horse blinders <laughs> while she's seeing these horses? And she says, she we're don't... used to seeing horses out here, but they were running up and down the street with no saddles. And I was like, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I love Zach did the almost like the Dr. Evil, like the finger up to the, the mouth, like, wait a minute. Something's not right. Horses without saddles. Yeah. Kurt and another neighbor eventually caught up with the animals. Kurt used a scarf to snag the white one. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know. Logan, you have Dude, any I insight love, on that? I love how I detailed just... this report is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the horse has to let you get near it, I guess. You just wrap wrap your scarf around it and use it as a leash? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know how that happens. you got to tie a noose. Yeah. And <laughs> you think if there are these wild horses roaming around, they'd be able to bust through a, like a, a, a wool scarf. Hey, or run away from a person. How long was that scarf? Yeah, yeah I don't know. So wait, they with. busted out of this wire mesh fence that the person had but they couldn't get through the scarf I don't, I don't really understand these horses power and then it says here to end it it says that eventually the three horses were corralled into a nearby barnyard to wait for police as the owner <laughs> whom they only identified as Jim showed up to pick them up oh, yeah. God, God forbid you release this guy's last name and then he gets really embarrassed and the way wasn't there a comment about the uh, the woman's scarf oh yeah she said at the end uh, her last comment was well uh i'm short a scarf now <laughs> it's a little worse for the wear from stretching and whatnot <laughs> i guess the horse stretched out the scarf it's a little horse for the wear oh, oh god good times so logan you got the um you got the guy drunk on the news you got, got that it. clip ready to go you ready yeah an explosion <laughs> freaking my Father said, what the hell was that? <laughs> Freaking eyes. Seen some, uh, smoke flying through, through the wall. <laughs> and I said, look at The house is on fire. <laughs> Freaking, I, I, I knew it. <laughs> Let's look, take a pause for a second. Tommy, you've had a few beers. Is that... <laughs> All right. So the, I love how the guy congratulates himself. Like, I saw smoke coming through the house. I knew it. The house was on fire. So this guy is claiming that he saw this house burning down on fire. He saw this coming. First off, if you saw the, if you had any inkling that your house was gonna burn down, you would do something about it. <laughs> I mean, the, the, it's not like, oh, hey, I predict the Eagles are gonna win next week, so uh, I'm not gonna bet on it because it's not a sure thing. But this, if your house is gonna burn down, you do you act on it. Yeah. So now the now the news guy has to respond to the fact that this guy is obviously drunk. And keep playing it, Logan. That because of the trying to forget the fire. Uh, <laughs> I lived here my whole freaking life. <laughs> I lived here almost my whole life, buddy. <laughs> and you know, I have some bad things to say about those people <laughs> that live next door to us. You but think, do you think you're lucky to be alive? No. 
<laughs> no. Because uh, I'm freaking smart. Freaking I smell the smoke. My mother smelled it. <laughs> so he His wasn't mother. even the only one. Wow, this guy is... That, that took a sad turn. <laughs> My father smelled it. And it was a matter of time that that house friggin' went up. <laughs> wow. All right. No, first off, you got to congratulate the guy. He's hammered out of his mind, and he still manages to say freaking the entire time. He doesn't. He does. How do you do that? How do you? How are you drink like this guy must be 15 beers deep? His house just burned down. How do you not slip in an f bomb? How did that guy keep from saying You know, he kept saying freaking. Like, how did he not actually curse pro. on live news? He's a pro. Well, this guy kept it together, man. He only lost his can of mustard. That's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some heavy metal magazines. He's like uh, Otto in The Simpsons. Do you think uh, he's a wrestling fan? <laughs> I, I'm going to go out on a, on a ledge, Steve, and guess that this man has enjoyed some wrestling. He's a guy in his 30s living, living at home in Pennsylvania, drunk out of his mind. I hope. I hope and pray that this man is, is into wrestling just so that he's hanging on to something. God, and my then the guy smelled it. <laughs> my father smelled it. Are you I love his arrogance too. Like, are you lucky to be alive? No. Because I'm smart. Okay? I know things. Like when smoke happens, I know bad stuff's happening. Okay? I'm not one of these stupid idiots. He goes in some weird racial thing, or he tries to get racial. I, I think the news cuts it off. By the way, I thought when he said, he was like, are you lucky to be alive? No. I thought he meant like, no, nah, man, my life sucks. But then he just turns it around like, no, I'm not lucky. I figured out that my <laughs> house was on fire. <laughs> right, exactly. No, there was no luck involved. It was all skill. I'm a skilled man at detecting when my house is on fire. Yeah, sure, me, my dad, my mom all smelled smoke. I knew it was coming, but I'm still, I'm still a master for knowing that my house was about to be lit on fire master oh man good times good times oh let's see well we're we're closing things out here logan um let's see uh see if there's anything we can get to real quick all right yeah let's Uh, just play that um do you have that uh snoopy clip real quick yeah okay this is alan simpson on fox news it's just basically you know an old cantankerous guy you know, kind of like, oh, hey, this generation, they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, it's its worth a quick laugh. By doing nothing, if they care at all about their children or grandchildren, and I, sometimes I doubt that. I think, you know, grandchildren now don't write a thank you for the Christmas presents. They're walking on their pants with their cap on backwards, listening to the enema man, the Snoopy Snoopy poop dog, and they don't like them. <laughs> Yeah, he called he, the Eminem man, or the, no, the Enema man and the Snoopy Snoop Poop Dog. Can I, by the way, can I just say that I think thank you, thank you cards make me mad. The the idea that someone at some point thought that was a good idea that pisses me off. Right. No, this Logan, <laughs> Logan, you there? Yeah. All right. Sorry. Okay. 
Yeah, no, this guy is wrong. Thank you cards are out of date. Okay, if you if you give something to me, that's nice. And here's what I do. I shake you. I shake your hand. I look you in the eye and go, hey, thank you. Or I send you an email. Or I text you. Or I call you. Yeah, well, who's, who's really stoked about receiving a letter this day, these days? Like, it's yeah. a burden to get mail these days. Yeah. What was up with the backwards hats? What was up with that? <laughs> you know, it's just angry old white guys on Fox News getting mad about backwards hats and yeah. rap music. You remember my dad when we, me and Sean dyed our hair to look like Eminem and we showed up. My dad was all pissed. Right. Yep. I do remember that. Uh, Zach and I were young kids. I think it was in high school. And uh, it was right when the Eminem phase was happening. You know, when he says, uh, I'm Slim Shady. You're not the real Slim Shady, or all the other Slim Shadies are just imitating. Zach and I were actually the other imitating. Slim Shadies yeah, that were imitating. I thought you guys looked really good with blonde hair. <laughs> exactly. You know, me as an Irish guy with dyed blonde hair trying to be a wigger. Yeah, it was, it was a great look. Uh, but, yeah, we, we decided to dye our blonde hair. And then uh, I remember we were hanging out in the back of Zach's. Uh, yard, and we're hanging out by the above ground pool. Zach's dad walks around, and wh- how did he phrase it? Oh, uh, he goes, he looks at us, and he goes, uh, I see you dyed your hair, and you have a twin. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not a compliment by any means. Your, your dad's always good at uh, phrasing things very, very simple. No, yeah, Zach's dad's got a great way of summing things up. I remember, uh, real quick, uh, wrapping things up here at the show, but I do remember uh, Zach's dad, the one time Zach's car. It seemed like his battery was dying and it wouldn't start. And his dad did the jump start. You know, if you got a manual car, you can kind of push start it and get the car started. And he goes, well, you know what I would do? I would take it to Sears and I would get the battery checked out. Make sure the acid levels are okay. Make sure everything's going right. But you know what? You're not going to do that because you're an idiot, right? You're going to drive around and you're going to park your car and hang out at some weed dealer's place. And then and then I'm going to come and have to drive over to McCungie and jumpstart your car. Well, I'm not going to do it, all right? Because you're too much of an idiot to take your car over to Sears. And Zach and I just sat in the car and we're like, uh, maybe we should just go to Sears, right? Nah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't. And the battery charged up, and the battery was all right. Yeah, we're all right. All right, guys, nice. man, what a show. What a – I want to thank uh, my buddy Zach and uh, Steve here for sitting on the show. A couple plugs. Of course, Philly, Saturday. This this Saturday, March 12th, you can get all the info on SeanTGreen.com. And, of course, man, we got a lot coming up from the Comedy Garage. We got the Comedy Garage movie dropping March 15th. You can go to TheComedyGarageMovie.com for the trailer. And we'll be doing a special Comedy Garage, a St. Patrick's Day Comedy Garage on St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. And before that, we'll be doing a uh, green room, a St. Patrick's Day green room, with a special Jameson's Tasting. Mm. So more of that to come. So make sure you tune in to SeanTGreen.com. And uh, let's see here. Logan, that's about it. Do you want to wrap things up with the haiku? Let's do it. You want me to leave you on the line? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, keep us on, and I'll I'll throw I'll uh I'll wrap it up after you've done the haiku. No, because I'm smart. <laughs> Charlie Sheen's taking over. Don't heckle Sean Green. <laughs> oh, I like how that ends. Yeah, dude. Very profound, Logan. Great hey. job. Thanks for holding down the base in the L.A. Talk Radio studios. I'll be in studio next week for the special St. Patrick's Day show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. 
We do it live here every Thursday, 8 o'clock Pacific, 11 o'clock East, <laughs> latalkradio.com. This has been The Green Room. Logan, we're coming for that candy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and click the iTunes link to subscribe today. Also be sure to check out The Comedy Garage Movie at TheComedyGarageMovie.com. It comes out March 15th and you'll be able to buy it at IndieFlix.com as well. Because he thought that he could mold her.